Welcome to Heroes of the Hydean Way. This is a live play podcast that explores published adventures set in the Fantasy Flight Games Star Wars RPG line. Currently our story is Friends Like These, and it can be found as a standalone module. This is Act 3, Episode 3, and I'm Ben, the GM for this adventure. Dude, my name is Amp. You know, these people used to call me TV93, but they, they should call me Amp now. And more and more people are calling me Amp, so I really like that. And I'm like totally about like being a slicer and a sharpshooter. And uh, I do enemy demoralization, but I'm not really as good at it as I used to be. No, sadly, you're not. But you know what? We'll find a new duty for you. Maybe it will be... You're st- Officer no, demoralization. No. You're still just as good at <laughs> making your party uncomfortable. Thank you. Hi there, I'm Christine, and I play Nima Ptolemy, the Miriolan commander tactician figurehead, and now Vanguard. Yeah, bought a third spec. Only bought one talent in it. But you know what? It'll get better from there. And her duty also, is personnel. Also what? Steaming Space Fox right now. <laughs> well, I will be a little bit later in this episode. Uh, and I am Leslie and Kith and mechanicking and sabotaging and trying to be the hero that TV slash amp thinks that we should be. Uh, I am Chris. I play Mandalorian Commando Matu Ordo, and on Matu's uh, Book of the Month Club, we'll be reading Ruined by Paula Morris. So if you want to read that book and talk to me about it on Twitter, actually, don't do that. I lost the password to that account. What? Yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I don't remember that password. I also don't remember what email I put in that. So, dude, my emergency. we link that account in every episode. <laughs> <laughs> my immersion. Because maybe you should do a password reset. Uh, that sounds like a lot of work for an account that I would all, always forget to tweet from. So, uh, Chris is letting you down. Uh, you can let him know how disappointed you are over at uh, S I L Z E R O C H R I S on Twitter. You don't spell the last <gasps> name. Oh, God, you don't spell sell Chris. You don't. Only Matt spells his name. <laughs> He's not Gosh. supposed to spell his name. Oh, this is a, this is a disaster. <laughs> well, our team is a walking disaster. So, oh, focus. We have a game we're playing. Yeah, yeah, we have a game we're playing. <laughs> To get to know our characters a little bit better, I like asking a question of them. Tonight, it's Nima. The question I've got is, with what you've seen of Koax so far, the crew seems to be planning something kind of big. How are you feeling about going into the belly of the beast and doing recon? I'm not quite sure. (laughs) I've got so much going through my head right now. With that little girl showing up, hearing Mala's name, these slaves reaching out, their image of me as misguided as it is the fact that my team is backing me on this the fact that we are doing this i i don't even know where to begin i am not one for subterfuge usually but i'm gonna give this my my best shot i do think we need some more intelligence about the about the slavers here and honestly i'm looking forward to staring them in the eyes knowing that in a few hours, I'm going to destroy everything that they've built. And to do a quick recap of where in general the group is, I'm going to tap Amp for this. Well, dude, we're like on this planet and it's like really bad. There's like all these slaves around and stuff. And everybody just seems to be like okay with it. And it's like really, really bad. And 
it really made me sad. So I was like, you know, talking to Kith and, you know, she's like, oh yeah, it's really bad and stuff. And then, you know, talk to Nima and Nima's like, it's okay because it's not droids, you know. I... If it was dro- if it was droids, it'd be really, you know, okay. But since it's not droids, it's no good. I didn't because say you that. You're reactions. putting words in my mouth again. Anyway, so we went to this Why place. Why is your and, perception of me so bad? And then uh, we were like, you know, we were talking to him about the party and stuff. And Kit's like, you know, dude, let's totally set the slaves free. And I'm like, really? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, cool. And so she like says, go over there and like, you know, get into their computer and stuff. And so I did that and it was pretty awesome. I got like all kinds of stuff. And I saw that, you know, during, like, the party, they were going to need a band, and I've got a band. So it's like, hey, let's do the band thing. And so I made us the band. So that was pretty cool. And then we get back to the ship, and Matu's like, oh, yeah, the slaves are really bad. I'd do something about it, but I got to sharpen my sword again. And so he goes off and sharpens his sword. And he's, like, totally cool with it. But Kiss like, no, we're not going to do that at all. We're going to, like, totally go in and do the slave thing. And so I think we got to go to a party now. I got to play a song and then we're going to like, you know, free the slaves, which I think is probably, you know, a good thing. Sounds good to me. Shall we roll some destiny points? That seems like a good idea. Two light side points. I make my own destiny. Uh (laughs) I can guarantee it's going to be dark now that I've said that. (laughs) All right. (laughs) What the Because we're good. They're feeling motivated. What? How much faith the ship has? What is going on here? One dark. Nope. <laughs> Somebody had to bring balance. And okay. our destiny pool at the moment is one dark side, four light side points. And duty? Come on. Feeling good about it. What are we at anyway? Like 10? Technically. No, I've got top... 21 points of duty by no. myself. <laughs> no. Matthew's got 12, and Kith has 3. And considering I rolled a 38. Just triggered or just missed? Just. We just missed. Oh, Daboo. <laughs> just missed. Yeah, that's really disappointing. Like two well, points. next time. Next time it's gonna happen. Next time it's gonna roll a 92. What are you talking about? No. Have faith. I rolled the dark side. I have no faith. Yeah, next time you're gonna have like 92. Missed it by that much. Just get sabotaging. Get demoralizing tonight. Come on, we need those duty points, people. Yeah, you demoralize those slavers. Yeah, not the party, the slavers. We're going to be with slavers at a party. It's going to be even easier to mix it up. Looking out, the sun is starting to go down. You figure that there's going to be about an hour, hour and a half before actual sunset. It's starting to get to be that really fun time of night where shadows grow long. And Koak itself, at this particular time, a lot of the slaves have been taken in to their different paddocks and the market itself has sort of started to relax a little. So it's less business time. Yeah, it's less business time, more party time. Like you've got a group of weakways drinking it up, every now and then shooting into the sky, a couple Kowaki and monkey lizards bouncing around their group. Everybody hates those things. The streets are fairly open, they're not quite as bustling. There's no one around any of the fighting pits. Like you are seeing several different shops open at this point. Just one moment real quick. Okay. So the current plan, for those of you following at home that are just as lost as I am, the current plan is we're going to go to the party. Matu and and Amp are, are Maddie and the droid guy. Dude. Yes? 
Kith Kith is part roadie, part party guest, and Nima is all party guest. Yes. So Kith does need to have party gear. Correct. If you're going to do the party guest thing, unless you just want to do the backstage sneak around thing. I feel like having party gear is still going to be to open more doors than looking like a scrub. Yes, yes, it will. Do you own any clothes besides mechanics overalls? I have my uniform, I think. Yeah, even that had some grease on it. Well, it's kind of what I do. And, you know, I, I guess I could try to wash it with, like, grease remover, but I mean... I don't, I, I don't think we want to stand out so much by wearing our uniforms. Yeah, that's okay. I think I might have actually scrapped it for dusters anyway. <laughs> I've got my badge on my thing. Well, then why don't we hit one of the shops? Possibly more than one. Amp, what do you want to wear to the party? Dude, I was sort of hoping that Kith would spray paint a tuxedo on me. Can you do that? I don't see why not. It'll be a little rushed, so I probably won't have any patterns for you, but... Can I have a tie? I bet I could I could do some Maddie and the Droid Guy emblems on the back. Dude. Can you, like, put the Maddie and the Droid Guy, like, emblems on the cufflinks and stuff? I think that might be a little too detailed for the time we have, but definitely for future gigs. Do you want to go ahead and put him together first? I mean, it would make sense to play with the paint before we get you party gear. And then you get paint all over that. I wouldn't paint wearing the party gear, most likely. <laughs> I do kind of feel that there should be a role for that, and I'm kind of thinking that it feels like a mechanics check on account of the whole spray paint thing. Ham sticks his tongue out at Nemo. Droid raspberry time. <laughs> Let's make Ozzy happy. <laughs> <laughs> so glad we expanded the dot matrix around his mouth. <laughs> Normally that this would be an average check, but because you're rushed, they'll increase it to a hard. And there's the little bit of detailing going in there with, like, the tie. That sort of detailing is going to give you a setback. But then you're trying to do some Maddie and the Droid Guy sort of impromptu art on TV's back. And I'm really thinking that that's going to be an upgrade on it. So at the end of the day, it's going to be two purple, one red, and one setback as a base roll. Here's the question. Is there anything that makes my life easier on this? Removing the setback, obviously. Yep, because you're a gearhead. Mm-hmm. Everything else is, is pretty specific, so I guess I'll just remove my, my gearhead setback. And trust to the force. Um, so one green, three yellow, two purple, one red. Anybody have a boost they can think of to argue for? Well, obviously I have practice at this because I've I've painted things on him before some pretty detailed work before as yeah, a the, the, the one horn rake conversation that's a thing uh could could Raimi act as an assistant since time was a factor in this okay with Raimi doing it you get a boost and a setback Aww. because you have the experience with tv you get a boost she's used to my contours bright side i think you have enough gearhead to remove that extra side <laughs> i do <laughs> I'm just still trying to get over. She's used to my contours. <laughs> Prince a bad, bad man. It was just unexpected. So that gives me two boosts. The setbacks still don't show. Oh, gosh. Of all things to get a despair on, I'm expecting it. I'm not looking. This would be more a comedy despair if it happened. But nope. Whoa. 
Should I open my eyes? Yeah. T- tell the listeners yep. what you rolled. So, the bad dice showed up with a threat apiece, and Woo-hoo! the good dice showed up with successes across the board, except for one skill was an advantage, and one of the boosts was a success and an advantage. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven <laughs> success. I totally think I should get my cufflinks. And a threat. I could give you the cufflinks. I'd be, I'd be happy giving you get electrocuted while you're doing this? Nah, that doesn't seem right. It just doesn't no, quite seem right. Kind of what happens to her? <laughs> oh yeah, there's that. <laughs> she, she's she's going to smell vaguely like she's on fire for the rest <laughs> of the night. I I'm more thinking that it just sort of seems fitting that I would be like, oh, and accidentally also did a Medi and the Droid Guy emblem on the top circle of Raimi. No, <laughs> I, I I've got I've got the, the I made a stencil real quick, <laughs> and I just happened to set it down on Raimi, and there's like ah. Oh! Wait, he's supposed to follow me around tonight. You, you get, get that off of him. It's free advertising. It, how does Raimi respond to this? Raimi's a little put out, I'm figuring. Sort of bumps into Amp's leg. Really? This? Dude, you look good. Just sort of turns his dome side to side. Like, oh, oh I'm sorry, buddy. Amp's busy looking himself in the mirror. I'm expecting at this point <laughs> Nima's kind of doing the... Watch tap. <laughs> so for the the listeners, what does AMP look like right now? You asking me or Kith? That's a good question. Yes. Sure. <laughs> I, I think I would have tailored to his designs very successfully. So why doesn't AMP tell us? <laughs> well, during the whole time, it was pretty hard, you know, to keep her hands off me because, you know whoa but uh so yeah it's kind of like you know the tailored black tux i got the maddie and the droid guy cufflinks you know going down the chest it's sort of i got the tie on but you know not too tight it's a little bit loose like you know it sort of gives us a little dangling effect just a little bit like i'm just a little bit casual and stuff and uh when i turn around i gotta say my posterior does in fact have a pretty nice curve right there chick magnet all in all i think that i look Casual sassy. (laughs) Casual classy. There we go. Can I have some hair? Oh my gosh. Very nice. (laughs) Indeed. Now we need to go get ready. I'm just going to sit here and look fine. I could probably touch up the cuff. I could fix Raimi. I should fix Raimi. He doesn't like having that on him. Please do, because he's supposed to follow me around this evening. <laughs> you know, maybe give him a little bow tie. I don't know, something make him feel special. Oh my gosh, it doesn't matter if we have time now. He's getting a bow tie. <laughs> I mean, he's he's already, so you know, bad. black and yellow, so he's not, you know, too far off. <laughs> All right. Sure. Oh gosh, now I'm doing it again, aren't I? <laughs> well, yeah. But you're trying to do a simpler thing from the sound. Also, I feel like he'd be better at standing still. He normally would be, but now he's just sort of feeling this desire to, like, shock him. <laughs> so, every now and then, as you're trying to paint him, you notice the door on his arc welder opening. And then you have to, like, slap it it's closed. Like, ah, it's like, no. Put no. it away. Alright, so, for a difficulty, that is going to be... Eh, it's not going to be as difficult, but you are still under a time crunch. So, in this case, it's going to be one purple, one red, and one setback. Okay, I'm guessing I'm going to lose my boost since I'm painting Raimi, mm-hmm. and I'm not as familiar with painting Raimi. I would go with that, yeah, yes. So we'll stick with the original of one green, three yellow, and now we've got the one purple, 
One red. Setback still shunned because I'm a jerk like that. <laughs> so, no boost didn't matter too much. I still have the one threat, but I do in fact now have six success and a triumph. <laughs> I need better <laughs> dice. <laughs> These are digital dice. So? <laughs> I guess we'd have to use a different roller. Uh, but look at it this way, Ben. She's blowing all of her good, ro- all of her good rolls. Up. On painting. No, this is setting the trend. <laughs> Everything's going to be awesome tonight. This one, I'm kind of thinking that Kith is going to accidentally like spray the back of her hand. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. So one hand is entirely matte black. No, glossy black. Yeah, because now Raimi's also looking really shiny and sort of end of episode four kind of uh, You're trying shiny. to polish him. You know, touch up his paint in other places. Do I maybe have something in the room that could function as a top hat? I would go with yes. Like, you do have a triumph on this. Okay. And he's an R4 droid, so actually, that would fit pretty well on him. <laughs> it kind of would. And I'm also thinking of monocle for some reason. <laughs> I like it. Bow tie, top hat, monocle, it doesn't matter. He even has, he's got like tails, man. He is the dapperest droid that ever dappered. The droids are going to look better than us. Well, yeah, that's not hard. Well, for you, maybe. I mean, it's it's going to be not hard for me. You're, you're beautiful and whatnot. But So I'm thinking for the triumph, since he is so stunning, people will be distracted by him. So he's following Nemo. Oh, thank you. Yes. Yes, I'm talking about you. <laughs> um, so as Nima is making the rounds, people are drawn to speak with her more openly. Because she is the world's cutest, dapperest droid. With a monocle and bow tie. That is kind of cool. Alright, so you now have two painted droids. Two flat, fabulous droids. <laughs> and amazingly enough, this hasn't taken you all that much time. Well, I've spent a lot of time painting things, as evidenced by the ship itself. So True. Alright, now we need to get going. Come on, Kef. Criff. Uh, I've got to clean my hand off. Hurry up. Right? Hurry up. It's not going to come off. It's enamel paint. <laughs> <laughs> we can just get you, just... we can get you a pair of gloves. So come on, let's go. <laughs> but, fine. <laughs> so the sentence started to set a little bit more. The bustle of the market has gone down even a little bit more. The several different bars and nightclubs have sort of have started up. It sort of turned into much more of a sort of party street than it is a market street like it is during the day. But you do still see several of the shops still open. We need to find someplace selling formal wear, but it can't be too fancy because we're very poor. All right. So that does kind of sound like a, shall we say... Perception check? I was going to go with Streetwise. Oh, ooh. Are we any good at Streetwise? I'm not. Uh, actually, <laughs> I think you, you are far better than Nima's going to be because, sim- simply because you are a Bothan. Because I have a one green die for Streetwise. Okay. Oh, okay, yeah. I am better than I thought I was. I have a rank in it, too. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> if, if you want, Nima right. can take the lead on this. <laughs> I just want to point out, I have a black and white printout of my character sheet, and the yellow symbol for having a rank 
is kind of washed out, so it looked like I just had two green, and then she mentioned cunning, and I'm like, oh, right, I have three in cunning, so there's at least one more I just can't see. <laughs> I'm really thinking that this isn't going to be all that hard. I'm thinking that this is going to be, I think, on this night, most of these places are going to be open. It's going to be a, yeah, it's just going to be a two purple, one setback, because a lot of these places are still going to be open, especially a lot of the ready-to-wear kind of places. Maybe not the actual tailors, but a few of the places were like quick adjustment type mm -hmm. stores. Gotcha, gotcha. So we're looking for fancy affordable. Yes. Yesterday's gems, as it were. That is one way of putting it, yes. All right, so is Nima helping? Nima's going to help to the best of her ability. I'll still give a boost. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for your pity boost. <laughs> so two purple, one setback is the difficulty? Yep. Two green, one yellow. Wait a minute. Nope, that's convincing demeanor at Skullduggery, not streetwise. Yep, sadly. It's like, how, how Bothonian can I be? I don't know. Uh, two green, one yellow, one boost. We're looking for, I guess we're looking for clothing. So yesterday's finery... At today's prices. All right. What is with the um, one random threat on all of your rolls? <laughs> I don't know, but it is a trend, isn't it? You're looking around. You find one that's actually called Yesterday's Finery. And the two of you run up to the door. And just as like you can see this uh, shop owner starting to close the door. And just as it's happening, there's Kith sort of putting your foot oh, in the door, making sure that doesn't... Customers. Every ounce of my retail life just is really not happy with me. <laughs> so that person is inclined to not care for us right now. No, there is a yeah. threat. Uh, uh, wait, wait, wait. Please please don't close your doors yet. Uh, we, need, we need to grab just a couple of dresses or something real quick for a party tonight. Uh, we'll be in and out real quick. Oh, you two are going to this party? Yes. Uh, well, fine. Thank you. And they open the door, almost shooing the two of you in. And what are you two going to be wanting? She wants something sleek and pretty. And with that, more of a shrug as the shopkeeper starts showing you towards the dresses, pointing out a few that... So, there's this human that's there, just trying to look somewhat exasperated. It's like, oh, jeez. Really? All right, stand up. Nope. Stop slouching. That's probably a kith. <laughs> She's fitting you right now, but I guess that's right. You you wouldn't slouch. All right. If you take a look at this rack here, we should be able to do something with it. Now, go see if there's something that you like. And you little furred one? Mm. Uh, she did say that you were both needing a dress. Uh, I guess. And if you're going to someplace formal, that smudged... <laughs> Coverall is not going to do anything. That's what I was telling her. I like to think of it as lived in. <sighs> lived in isn't a good look for a party either. Uh, and considering the only party that is here, no, that that is just not something that will do. Let's see. Bothan, little on the smaller side. Well, we do Don't have a couple of these dresses over here that would look fairly good and show off your fur fairly well. Kith will slump over there and like, taking one off the rack hmm, yeah this works yeah. putting it back on the rack taking the next one oh yes this is m much better and 
putting it on the end of the rack. Next. Oh, yeah, <laughs> this one is almost perfect. Meanwhile, Nemez has gone into the racks, been looking through them real quick. She needs something. Finds her size. Her size. Purple. I thought you like purple was going to clash with the green an awful lot. No, purple's going to set off the green. Mm. It's not red. You're not going to look like Christmas. Oh, I wasn't going to do red. I was actually thinking of a life day ornament. <laughs> I was actually thinking of like gold or something to match Raimi. Ooh, silver maybe. <laughs> mm, but gold makes sense too. It's got to have sequins. Yeah. I will flip a destiny point <laughs> that you guys rolled <laughs> so that you have to wear sweet sequins. Sold. Uh, yeah, Nima is trying to do this pretty efficient. This is not... She's trying to do this very efficient rather than going for something she that might be more to her, her tastes because normally... Normally she'd be more inclined to uh, to wear like a nice suit or something herself rather than a fancy dress to a party like this. But that usually requires a lot more tailoring for a woman. And so she's just, she's just going to suck it up and get through it. So she's going to grab okay. it. What? Hold. K- Kith is going to schlump by with an armful of dresses <laughs> with a very unhappy face. She's going to walk over. Pick up one and hand it to you, and then go to the dressing room to try on her mess. And what did you hand her? Exactly what I said. It's it's slinky. <laughs> I'm thinking it's snug, but not like trampy. Mm-hmm. A nice slit for mo- for movement. A little bit of drag in the back. Probably one shoulder. Yeah, I was I was picturing that. And too. there's a wrap to go with it. <sighs> What in the world is going on here? I went with a lot of friends to get their stupid dresses for stupid dances, okay? I know what I'm talking about. Okay. And, yeah, the shopkeep comes up. Oh my, that is just simply delightful. Yes. Yeah, this... this and I will it. accept the Kaylee Fry winning whatever <laughs> pink monstrosity if it gets you in that stupid slinky dress. I don't care. Subject me as you will. Nima will go ahead and uh and put that like up at the front for us to to buy in our way out. Find a pair of shoes that match to go with it. Oh, I'm so wearing my boots. No, you're not. <laughs> so wearing the boots. Okay, I picked out your dress. I really don't care what Kith wears. She's not going to be happy across the board. So uh, I don't see her doing poofy exactly. Like she's not Kaylee in that that same way. But she's not really like the the slinky dress person either. Are you kidding? She's gonna try and get away with wearing her her gear underneath if she can. Actually, that could that could be an argument for the giant hoop skirt and <laughs> mm-hmm. and very large dress that then seems to get larger because for some reason the the little both underneath is a lot larger than you would think. Dirty coveralls and tools all underneath. <laughs> What the heck? Let's okay. do it. <laughs> I'm going to go with not pink, at least. No, I, I don't think that would be right for her. I'm picturing, like, maybe maybe like a red or something. I'm cool with that. A nice crimson or something. Yeah, it kind of, you know, complements the, the fur a bit. Yeah, I'm definitely thinking, though, that it wouldn't be a poofy shoulder. It would definitely be an off-the-shoulder to show the entire furred <laughs> arm. Oh, great. 
<laughs> so she'll she won't have like the jacket part of the suit, but she'll still have the no, pants. No, no, with it, all the it's tools even better than underneath like the hoop skirt. You have like the top part of your coveralls, like the arms tied around your waist. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we've picked out our dresses, and actually, you know what? I think we each need a handbag because you're gonna need to carry uh, stuff with you. I haven't I haven't even used one of these in a long time. <laughs> You get a clutch. I get something with a strap. I don't have to carry it the whole time, like in my hand. You've got Raimi. You're tough. Uh, how much are these dresses going to run us, Ben? Converting what you're talking about into Star Wars credits, I'm figuring that this is going to run everything's telling me like the 350, 400 credit range. Okay. Do you want to negotiate? We've already annoyed this guy coming in at the last moment. Fair enough. That just means you'd be negotiating with a setback. Oh, yes, darling. Are you done yet? It does seem like you've got the clutches, you've got the uh, heels for you and the flats for her. Still wearing my boots. You're going to wear the flats and you're going to like it. If I have to wear this, you're going to wear the flats. <laughs> and then as he looks down at kiss feet, and then the little trail of oil <laughs> his ground, snaps his fingers, and a uh, small polisher droid comes out, like a pretty much a Roomba. <laughs> Well, at least you're not ruining the ruining the store. Yeah, I don't think Nima's going to negotiate with them. She's just going to pay it because we have we've been a nightmare for this guy. <laughs> you just pay the man. Uh, so three fifty or four hundred? Three fifty. Three fifty gold credits. All right. So that was half of our money, but we are. Uh, Nima goes ahead and pulls out the credits and pays it. Oh, thank you very much. Now, if you wouldn't mind, I do have to go off and get home myself. Uh, of course, no. of course. Thank you Please. so much again. As Kith is stepping out the door, Mopper is bumping into her heels. I'm, I'm being shooed out by Arumba. Yes. Story of your life. Okay. If you are, and I really don't think you should, but if you are going to wear some kind of coveralls underneath that dress, please, like by the force, get a clean pair. Because if you go into the party... Leaving grease but trail the clean like pair doesn't feel right. It's not. It's it's not worn. This is it's a all night stiff and fresh. This is a and, night like, where we are all going to be uncomfortable, except for probably Amp. Matu's wearing his dress armor. Yeah, and do you know how much uh, blood of his enemies are, is on that one? None. He's not very happy with it either. Come on. Fine. I'll get the clean coveralls out of the closet. We're going to go back to the ship to get changed. All right. So at this point, we have a painted up tactical droid. We have a painted up R4 droid. We have Nima and Kith returning with their dresses and purchases from the dress shop. And then we have Matu. And how is Matu going to be dressed for going in with the whole... Medi and the droid guy set up. Um, what kind of paint are we? Do we have a base selection of spray-on enamel uh, with uh, some optional stenciling? Okay. Um, because he said he had performance armor. He doesn't have performance armor. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and I don't. Uh, I also like... don't want to get caught off by saying. Well, you said you had performance armor, but your power suit armor would reduce your brawn by four. So, uh, you know, I don't, I, I'm not getting into that. Don't forget to push up your nerd glasses. Uh, so, I think, uh, 
I think he will do nothing. <laughs> I think he will just wear his white and gray armor. And he's going to lie through his teeth and this is his performance armor. You, you know, Kith probably has some stickers he could at least put on there. Or, or at least we touch up at the least paint. put the logo. He could put it's, the logo on He hasn't there. really been in a big fight since he painted it, has he? Y- uh, you ha- uh, you fought the Tolls guy. Yeah. You got hit there. You he, got hit by a weak uh, way, Vibrax. <laughs> you fell down an icy cliff. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it makes it look authentic. Plus, your band... We have a small bird of prey on Your like? band has a logo now. I mean, honestly, what are you going to do? You're going to paint fake battle damage on it anyway, right? So... <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Yes, please. I mean, might as well just leave the real battle damage and call it a day. We'll stylize it. Make it big lightning jaggy. <laughs> yeah, you can outline the, the, the battle damage with a bright red paint so it's extra visible. There you go. Make you like some pop art piece. Some splatter. I have what's... Uh, was it David Bowie with a lightning bolt? On his face. Is that what oh, I think Ziggy Stardust? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's yeah. what's popping in my head. He gets a Solaris armor, and I've got to wear this dress. <sighs> Life <laughs> isn't fair sometimes. Well, you should have joined the band. <laughs> <laughs> I can't sing. I'm still going to put the logo on your back, whether or not you realize it. When he says you should have joined the band, he's Amp's giving him like the little cutthroat <laughs> gesture. <laughs> Uh, I mean, you know, should have gone through the audition process. It was possible to join the band. I'm not saying it would have been a sure thing, though. You know, we've got to maintain. No, I, I, I understand. I, I understand. Phew. And Nima will go into her room to get changed. <laughs> Kith looks over at, at 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 the droid guy and says, "I'm an honorary part of the band, right?" Oh yeah, totally. Mechanics, they have good rhythm. I love it, because it really is like Nima is the parent here. It's like, no, no, Mom, you're not cool enough to be a part of the band. <laughs> Could you drop me off a block from school? Bye, Considering sweetie, it's just you. like little touch-ups on Matu's armor, I'm thinking that it's not really requiring a role, as I then become af- mildly afraid of getting another mechanics role from Kith. You should. I, I would think that <laughs> y- you would want to excise all my good roles now. Are we hiding weapons in the instruments? Well, that is that is the question to answer as we're as we're getting ready. So after a few minutes, Nima is going to come back out and her party finery. Nima normally is wearing, you know, fatigues, armor, uh, dress uniform, and even all the time Matu's known her, he's never seen her wear a skirt or a dress or look especially girly. And she comes out in the, what, gold-sequenced, off-shoulder, what, thigh-slit dress here that Kith handed her? It's it's a single-shoulder single strap. strap. High-waist, <laughs> deep V. I wouldn't say full thigh-slit, but definitely to the knee at least. Okay. <laughs> Somebody help me. <laughs> just just going to keep doing it to annoy Brent. <laughs> She looks very uncharacteristic for Nima. <laughs> okay. How is she carrying herself? Actually, with a lot less confidence than you normally see. Like, she's got the, the clutch in hand, and her hands are kind of close together, and she's, she's you know... She's clutching the clutch. Yes. <laughs> she's not, you know, standing quite as much attention, and she's a little, <laughs> like... It, she She's pretty graceful, so she's not 
off balance in the heels, but not as comfortable in them as she would be with, say, a nice pair of tactical boots. And actually, without all the armor <laughs> and all that stuff, she looks kind of taller, but also smaller, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Sounds like Matu is uh, struck silent. I'm actually way into fashion uh, RP. Uh, this is kind of my jam, even though I made fun of it earlier. <laughs> uh, she's even gone through the I, trouble I to put on a little bit of makeup um, and even done her Ooh. hair a little bit so you can actually see more of the forehead tattoo uh, than, than is normally visible. If anybody is doing fan art for us, <laughs> just throwing that Absolutely. out there. Why is everybody staring? Did I? Does this look okay? Yes, you look okay. Kith, Kith is wearing her clean coveralls. Amp's like, what? Raimi sets down the flats next to Kith. Put them on. I told you to hide and the those. dress. The dress is coming. I am on duty right now. First order of business, we need to figure out what we're going to smuggle in, if anything. Or simply what we're going to carry in, in terms of band equipment and whatnot. That girl sounds like the captain. Shockingly enough, it is the captain. What? Whoa. Bit of a green blush comes to Nima's cheeks. <laughs> okay, on topic. This is largely meant to be recon, but there's no reason why we can't bring in a few tools to help us gather information or set things up to make our lives easier down the road. So, how much of a distraction do you think we might need tonight? Moderate? Like an explosion somewhere off the property that might attract attention. Like in the parking lot. I'd like to blow up a speeder. Why don't we call that distraction plan B? In case we go from a moderate need for a distraction to a major need for it. Why? What were you thinking? Um, well, I I know how speeders can blow up. And I figured if we needed to distract, I could do that. Okay. So you'll need a bomb and then you'll have to find a speeder in the parking lot. It's not so much a bomb. Speeders are basically bombs anyway. Never mind. Okay, so that can that can work. <laughs> Speeders are what? Speeders are wonderful. Huh. Amp, your slicer gear is built in, correct? Oh yeah, totally. I don't know if he actually meant yes or if he's just telling me what I want to hear. What? No, yeah, it's totally part of my bod. Bod. Okay, so if you when you're in between sets, <laughs> maybe you can access a computer terminal. For instance. Can do, girl cap. I've always been a girl. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a girl now. Really? You need to work on that if you're going to keep hitting on people. (laughs) What am I slicing for? We need information on where they're keeping slaves and what sort of defenses. With that, he kind of stands up and looks a little more serious. Oh, Oh, yeah, right. I can totally do that. Good. There should be a computer port next to the stage, you know, for like lights and camera and action. Matt, too, you're going to back amp up. Right. I'm not really sure. Are we looking or are we killing things? I'm, I'm really kind of lost on the intent here. We found a slave girl. She's like bringing all the resistance. And then now you've played dress up and now I have to play a song. We're gathering information before we kill things. Don't worry, there will be killing before the night is out. I, all right, well, just you just tell me where to go, and I'll stand there and do the thing. Okay, I can't believe I'm going to say this, 
Matu, you're following Amp's lead. Right. He starts boogieing back and forth. Right, commencing boogie. Boogie. Keith, you had some thoughts. <laughs> what are you thinking for for yourself on this? I'm part of the band until I'm not part of the band. And when I'm not part of the band, I'm looking at things and finding things and maybe opening things and things. Sounds good. And Raimi and I are going to make the rounds and see what information we can gather from the guests, maybe even from the prince himself. At this point, Raimi's bringing in the hover sled with all the instruments on it and a bit of uh, stage equipment, like actual amps, not like the droid, and a few speakers. If you're going to try to smuggle in any weapons, keep it to a minimum. I'd rather not get caught with them, nor would I rather this turn into a fight where we don't have all of our gear if we can help it. So you don't want me to hide... Matu's vibro sword in the guitar. I'll leave that up to you and Matu. In my guitar? Oh, that's right. He's a drummer. Uh, just leave it in the case, in the guitar case. Dude. It's very, uh, <laughs> hut mafioso. I am so okay with this. Does sound kind of cool. It's a sword. No one's going to be checking for a sword. One sword. That's pretty minimal, right? I mean, I'm not even going to bring very many grenades. This is going to go great. I can bring my sniper rifle, right? That one might be harder to pass off. All Nima is going to carry with her, at least going into the party, is her holdout blaster and its concealable holster. She's, you know, more than half prepared for it to be to be like registered by a weapon scanner or something in the beginning. And if that happens, she'll fork it over. But there's probably plenty of guests who who initially come to the party armed. All right, I can get a gun off one of the bodies. <laughs> I'll just chop somebody's arms off and you could pull it out of the fingers. Whoa. Can I keep the arm? I guess. They're not using it. <laughs> again, last resort. I don't want to get into a fight wearing these heels. I'll put put <laughs> some flats in the drum case. You can wear mine. No, you're going to wear your flats. <laughs> <laughs> that was worth a try. Everyone's ready? Yeah. Do it. Do it. Go. Go. So as you approach, all five of you get in through the gates without a problem. You come in and see nearly 100 drunken partygoers of varying species fill the lavish open-air courtyard. Gathered around long rectangular stone tables, the wealthy bidders clink their glasses and take in the Twi'lek and Togruta dancers who gracefully move around the large fountain, pirouetting from stone to stone between jets of water. A dozen young slaves wend their way about the courtyard, serving alcohol and spice to the guests. On the other side of the guests is a raised stone dais, occupied by a group of Zygerians draped in regal flowing plum and gold robes. And at the center of the group sits an attractive Zygerian surrounded by over a dozen courtesans, bored despite the lavish setting and entertainment. Does he by any chance have his prize-winning puffer pig nearby <laughs> on a... On a, a gem-studded leash. Wearing a bow tie and a monocle. Bow tie and beret. Light side it! Light side it! <laughs> I swear I'm getting more dark sides off of just weird fancy <laughs> than anything. It's amazing. I love it. Well, like Chris says, failure is fun, so we might as well look good doing it. So, yes, there is his prize-winning purple puffer pig that has a matching beret on and a monocle. Yes! 
We're not quite sure how a monocle gets on a puffer pig, but eh. How does you know, Raimi have a monocle on a Ford droid too? Magnets? Well, Raimi is magnetic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it makes perfect sense on Raimi. <laughs> yeah, of course it does. <laughs> I mean, if you've ever seen Rebels Recon, you know how it works. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, you can see the prince off over there who's just absolutely bored to tears as he sort of is looking around, sort of putting in his showing, and he's just bored with everything around. And circling him, you can see a couple other Zygerians. They look to be fairly important by their dress, and every now and then another Zygerian will come over to him. They'll have chats in hushed tones, and then the Zygerian who approaches and heads off and does something. Off in one of the corners you see where a jazz band had just finished their set and is breaking down their equipment. Uh, did we have any trouble getting in with our invitations and such? With the invitations, no. Though the holdup blaster in your clutch was detected and they uh, requested that it goes oh, into yeah. a lockbox. I would hand lock it over once it's, once it's discovered. Yeah, so now you've got a chit for its return. Okay. From the hat check and the gun check. What about Matu's sword? Stop asking these questions. Just let him let us in. <laughs> okay, for the sword, I do kind of want to get a, I don't know, stealth check? Or stealth check seems like the idea. Or skullduggery also kind of works. And I'm going to be putting that up against... I'm just figuring that they're all sort of heightened with wanting to make sure no one's getting in to see the... or trying to get any weapons in to see the prince, so I'm sort of thinking that that would be a great reason for me to flip one of these nicely gifted destiny points and go with one purple and one red for difficulty. Okay, am I the one that was hiding it, or is somebody else more skullduggerous than I am? I mean, I got three cunning, but that's all I got. I've got that too. Amp has a rink. Of course Amp does. And Amp would have helped me p pack the case, because he wouldn't want me to mess up his, his stuff. Both Raimi and Nima only have one green. <laughs> yeah, because Raimi has a huge amount of guile. Yeah. <laughs> he looks fabulous, and he is thoroughly distracting everybody at the party. Give a boost for that. So I get the one boost? Yep. All right. Uh, one green, two yellow, one boost, purple and a red. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep rolling like this. It's not going to happen as soon as it matters. I could play music on the sword and they would not notice. <laughs> so that's a triumph and a success, folks. Yeah, he's triumph and a success on getting this past the guards who are looking at it. It's a tribal weapon. And by tribal weapon, I mean it's a tribal instrument, which is made to look like a weapon so that when they play it before battle, it scares people. I don't know. <laughs> Does anyone else have an idea? They were distracted by my cufflinks. Um, here's what I need. I need it to be in the case, but easily withdrawn from the case should I need it. Spring-loaded. No, not spring-loaded. Just, like, graspable. Okay, that works. I have another potential thought. So when they're they de they're detecting the sword and you're spinning this, this excuse or whatever and they're letting it pass, they, like, you know, turn off the scanner for a moment so they don't they don't scan Kith when she comes in with whatever nonsense she's smuggling in. 
I'm just carrying my tools, man. I'm part okay. Of you talked about grenades earlier, so I was concerned. <laughs> I was joking about the grenades. I figured nobody would actually let me try and bring grenades to the party. They're in the speeder. <laughs> we ha- we brought a sled. <laughs> oh wait, that wasn't your speeder. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I kind of like the idea of Chris. What Chris was oh, saying. Yeah, trust me, this is gonna pay off. I got a plan. How about the way we make it work? Is that um. When, when we have you guys on stage, the cases are there with. So TV's guitar case sits upright on stage next to you as part of the display. So you can just reach in and grab it whenever you want. Does that make sense? Nope, don't need it. I just okay, need the thing fine. that I said, which is that it's easily like withdrawn. That's the thing I need. Why would I even try and make that make no, sense? I got this. Trust me. We're all going to die. <laughs> Triumph. Chris wants sword accessible. Full stop. So yeah, one of the slaves is directing Matu and Amp over to the stand with the hover sled. There's Keith. I'm assuming pushing the hover sled with him, mm-hmm. and you've got Remy looking like he's in a tux as. Like, with a top hat and monocle and tails. Rolling along just sort of behind and to the left of Nima. She's there as one of the buyers. Yes. I know where Nima would go first. She's a buyer. She buys things. You're not allowed to drink. I Actually, Nima is not even trying. Okay, good. Now, like, I'm if one of the slaves comes near her with the alcohol and spice, she just, you know, waves them away. That's good, because Raimi's under strict strict instruction to zap you if you try. No, she, she's on her best behavior. Uh, okay. She made this decision on her own. She doesn't need you to fear pressure. <laughs> uh, she's on the job. She's taking this seriously. She is not drinking. Um, she will, however, draw closer to the like stage where the dancers were. She is first looking mm-hmm. at the Twi'leks. She's making sure Mala is not on that stage. Because that's still... She's still at the forefront of her mind. All the slaves who are in the uh, fountain installation, it's very easy to see them all. And as you're looking through, no, you don't see Mala at all. Nor with any of the ones who are going through the crowd and serving the orders and whatnot. She's a bit disappointed, but also wasn't really expecting. Like, that would seem too easy. (laughs) So realizing that she's going to turn back towards the, the party take a sitting breath and um, start uh, mingling our way in the direction of the prince. So we will stop and talk to other people, not making a beeline there, but uh, that is our ultimate destination. All right. And at this point, as you start to mingle, I'm wanting to jump over to Maddie and the drug guy. Really? You want to start with the Yavin yodel? We can't, I I can't even yodel right now. My throat is just not in the condition for it. Dude, you can totally do it. You just got to start with the horn and then go into the yodel. It's just, it's just. You should have taken the chloroseptic stray. Uh, it you. just feels inauthentic. I've never been to Yavin. How do I know that's how they yodel on Yavin? How do I know this is not a case of cultural appropriation? Because that's how they yodel on TV or on video. <laughs> hollow vid, hollow vid stream. Hollow, <laughs> hollow vid. <laughs> Because that's how they do it on Holovid. Yeah, have you ever place. seen the portrayals seen of Mandalorians on the Holonet? Hmm? 
Yeah, they're all like not very smart and they uh, like shoot things a lot. All right, fine. Stab so after too. Yavin Yodel, I'm thinking we need to do uh, I Left My Heart on the Shores of Naboo. <laughs> Whoa, Naboo, yeah. Why are you sounding? Why are you saying it like you've never heard this song before? You wrote this song. <laughs> yeah, that was me. I wrote it, but I didn't bring that chip. What? That's okay. I, I can like real quick. I'll just look at it here. It wasn't your strongest song oh. anyway. What do you mean it wasn't our strongest song anyway? This is pretty good. It was beautiful. <laughs> it was sap. <laughs> Misa never gonna find anyone like you, sir. You were so bombad. Come on, that's great. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's, it's like drinking syrup. It makes you want to vomit. Try something more sincere. Nothing rhymes with Gungan. Thank heavens. So Kith is setting up while you guys debate, doing the heavy lifting while you guys debate. So yeah, she makes sure that the guitar case is somewhere near. Nope, don't need it. I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> she sticks it under the stage in the far corner. <laughs> You're just going to have to trust me. Right next to the uh, computer outlet? Well, I will make sure to to locate such things. Yeah, I need a, I need a computer interface. So Amp's wandering around looking for a computer interface. Kith wants to ask Matu a question. Question, eh? Is, 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 is Matu going to be amenable or is he busy? That's fine. So, you know that thing you do where you stare into the middle distance and sad music plays in the background? Yeah. Okay. While I'm poking around, did you see any places I should be going? Uh, I haven't done that in a while. Okay, so I will wing it. Yeah, I'm also not going to do it right now. That's fine. That's (laughs) why I'll wing it. That's all I needed. With Imp looking around at the stage, there's a electrical panel there and a computer panel that exactly like you had said earlier it's there for the entertainers that plug any of your gear into the electrical panel it's set up for easy like plugins of almost any variety it has surprisingly high current must be for those clue horn generators or something maybe those woot horns and there's also a computer terminal there so that you can set up all the lights to go into whatever sort of patterns yeah, he'll go ahead and plug into the computer terminal like he's just, you know, getting set up. But he'll do a little exploratory hacking to see uh, what kind of access he has. All right. So, like, just basics. It looks like a guest terminal that it's set up almost exactly just for the lighting in this room and a few of the uh, effects lights, like a colored spotlight and some... Uh, holographic stuff that's easily programmable, but there's nothing you can't really see any of the network beyond, even though you're certain that there is. It's not like this is a gapped computer at all. Okay. Does he feel like he's under surveillance or anyone's watching him or anything? Or actually, he'll just go to Kith and say, Kith, cover me. I'm going in. Kith will look at him vaguely and go back to what she was doing, because he looks like he's setting up. <laughs> so she's gonna make them both look like they're setting up. Keeps looking over his shoulder. So yeah, he will uh, try to see if he can get outside of the uh, guest network and get access to what he thinks he's gonna need access to. All right. So what are you going to be looking for while you're doing this? Just so that we can do sort of a one roll resolution. As long as I'm here and I've got access and I've got a reasonable cover story for why I'm doing it, I'm gonna look for a way to free the slaves. All right. Well, 
This is where despair would be bad. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Well, the first thing that you, to freeing the slaves, the first thing that you'd have to do is serve get lay of the land of the computer network itself. Find out what's sort of hooked up to it. Find if there's any other things that are referenced or whatnot. Because who knows, some things might actually be computerized but separate from the network. I'm really thinking that this is going to be a one purple, two red, and a setback. Since you are trying to be somewhat skullduggerous with this as well. Since he already knows the blue, the basic blueprints of the building, should that give him some guidelines for what he might be looking at? Um, I could go with a boost for that. Just a question. Well, I don't know if he thinks he needs it. Okay. Can I get rid of the, the setback with bypass security? Well, considering that's literally what you're doing, sure. Cool. Handy. And I will use Master Slicer as an incidental to suffer two strain and decrease the difficulty by one. Nice. That gets rid of the purple. And yeah, the force wants me to succeed, clearly. <laughs> and I end up with three successes and an advantage. He goes in, he sees a firewall, he goes past it, he thinks it's cute, and it's off the shelf. <laughs> Known vulnerability. Okay, so you got three successes and one advantage. So the three successes is you're able to quickly get in, get a good idea of what the computer network's like, and one of the things that you find out is that I'm just sort of going to do this by successes and advantage. One of the successes is you get in and are able to get a really good idea of what the layout of the computer network is. The second success is you know that there is a transmitter or you find references to a transmitter regarding implants in the slaves. As you're looking for it, you can't find it on the network at all. And it there's references to it being in the prince's chambers, but there's nothing else. It's a transmitter embedded in the slaves? Well, receivers embedded in the slaves. Like microchipping your dog. Receivers? Yeah. Pretty much actually like microchipping your dog, except much, much, uh, shall we say, nefarious. But it doesn't, like, blow off their heads or anything. Especially, there's probably an explosive component. (laughs) Or poisonous. Kith is right. Because it's a receiver, not a... Mm -hmm. Awesome. Dude... It's bad, Amp says disturbingly. <laughs> and the thing that controls it is in the in in whose in the prince's quarters? chambers. Okay, this is good to know. Amp will uh, unplug from the terminal, get up and stretch nonchalantly mm-hmm. because you know droid cramps. And then he will uh, make his way over to Matu and say, "Matu, I've been." Dude. The slaves. Right. Look, I was going to talk to you about that. I, you have to remember who, what audience you're playing to. We can't play the song, Slaves Are Bad, Live Free or Die. <laughs> Live Free or Die is one of your strongest songs. It's a good song, but dude, they put bombs in the slaves. What do you mean, bombs? Like, like little ones, like little tiny ones. Like, you know, it wouldn't be a big deal if it, you just like set it off, but if it goes off like in your neck or something, then it's like bad. Even well, for and how many of the slaves? Uh, let's see. If I went back and saw then 12, and then the other pin over there, all of them? All of them? Yeah, we gotta break into, like, the prince's things and get the controller thing. Then I can totally hack it. Uh, well, where's that? Right. Just a sec. We have he goes back over to the terminal. Oh, right, we got the blueprints. He goes back. 
<laughs> we got those earlier. <laughs> if I had Raimi here, then he could do the little, you know, show you on the wall thing or in front of the that wall. But <laughs> yeah, do you but, know uh, where to? Yeah, yeah, totally. I'm guessing there's a lot of security going on there. No, nah, it's fine. <laughs> All right. Well, do you want to just take care of it? Like by myself? No. Well, just I don't know. Where's Where's Nima? Bullet line shot over to where Nima is. Yeah, the. That sounds I've sick. never looked for her before. <laughs> Especially not in girl form. I blend right in. It's really uncomfortable. All right. <laughs> I finally passed a stealth check. As the camera pans back over to Nima, we see her standing around and there's this finely robed Twi'lek that's there. Looking somewhat, well, heavy in uh, stature. Oh yes, have you heard about the prince? I'm familiar with uh, Prince Moloch's reputation, but was there something specific you were meaning? Oh, he seems to be so out of sorts after losing his uh, prize sword. I've never seen someone become that despondent sword. over just a simple tool. I wasn't aware that he was a duelist. Oh, well, these Igarians have their own little foibles, as one might say. As every culture does. And Nima's smiling, but as she's staring at him, she's thinking... Like the fact that there's a lot of Twi'leks who, uh, a lot of Twi'lek males who sell their women into slavery. <laughs> but she's not voicing that. <laughs> the thing that I kind of want to get is a, essentially an average sort of social skill, or social check from one of the, the skills. I'm sort of thinking charm is probably the most likely, <laughs> but. <laughs> I still haven't put a point in charm, Ben, and I never will. Seema's not charming. That's probably the best one. Uh, either that, or I want—I can argue a cool check because Nima's trying really hard to not reveal what she's thinking about. Thinking about all of these horrible people. All right, that totally makes sense to me. Um, shall we get? I'm sort of thinking that this is somewhat stressing Nima out, so I'm wanting to go with two setback. Okay. Which I promptly, which I promptly throw out because now that it's a cool check, Nima has a commanding presence. Twice. Mm. Okay, what is the rest of my difficulty? It's going to be one purple, one red. Purple and a red versus two green and two yellow. Do I have anything else that will affect this? No, I do not. One success and two advantages. She's managing not to reveal what she's thinking or or snap in some way, but just barely. <laughs> it's being really, really difficult on her is what that red die with the double failures is telling me. <laughs> yeah. So with the two advantages, I want to try to spin it of, I want a few more details about this sword. That this Twi'lek I'm, I'm talking to at this point is is willing to, you know, to educate, you know, Nima. Mm-hmm. Because it gives him a chance to kind of gloat and... You know, teach her about something he knows that she does. Oh yes, this this sword have, that the prince has he acquired it a few years ago, and it is just to see it wielded is just exquisite. Seeing it in battle, seeing it wielded, so it is a weapon that has not been defeated in all the time that the prince has had it. But it's been malfunctioning of late, shall we say, and well. The prince in a fit might have lost it to this Baron Seville. Baron who? Seville. Uh, let me hazard a guess. This sword 
is Mandalorian. Oh, you might have heard of it then. Like, yes. Yes, it is of a Mandalorian descent. Descent? You mean, as in Mandalorian-inspired? One might say that, yes. It's been passed down from their father and their father's (laughs) father. But now this punk stole it, so it belongs to nobody's father's father anymore. There's only Mandalorians, dude. Everyone else gets, like, new swords and new armor, but those Mandalorians, I swear, you could trace a sword's origin all the way back to the founding of the Republic. Yeah, I've heard that, too. Although, I mean, is it really the same sword by the uh, by the modern day? I mean, every part has been replaced. I mean, I, n- I know that they think so, but I mean, for the prince, he holds stock in other cultures' ideas? The prince might not hold to other cultures' ideas, but one cannot argue against the efficacy of this sword. It is beyond amazing. This is what I wish I had. There was like a sense motive skill or something like that. Is there any way I could try to like read more into his words? Because he's used a few odd word choices here. Just coerce him. Be like, speak plainly, fat dog. <laughs> speak your mind, fat dog. I think Raimi should do something helpful. Actually, at this point, I'm thinking that he is going to... Oh, my apologies, mademoiselle. Hi, my companion is beckoning me over. There's a business being that they're wanting me to meet. Uh, Of course, of course. Uh, Thank you. Enjoy the party. And with that, the Twilight gives a little bit of a head bow and then scurries off to meet a Thalassian. That was weird, right? She she looks at Raimi. It wasn't just me. With that, Raimi will tweedle and sort of shrug his shoulders. As much as, like, an R4 droid can. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Heroes of the Hydean Way. You can find show updates on Twitter at The Hydean Way, and you can find me, Ben, on Twitter at Deuterium Ice. You can find me on Twitter at Twelfth Night. That's 1-2-T-H and Night with a K. The Meat Sack that plays Amp can be found on Twitter at Brown. And I gotta ask, do you have a stem pack? Because my heart just skipped a beat. At Tiplessly. <laughs> no shame. Uh, this is Leslie signing off as Kith. You can find her at Leslie GS, where she may or may not be paying attention. You can find more of my stuff at Silzio Chris. That's S I L Z E R O. C H R. No! <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why won't you spell it? Because it's not on brand. We spell the sil zero and not the name. We are all at thehydeanway.com, where you can find previous episodes and our sister podcast, Tales from the Hydean Way. Our podcasts are on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play, where you can find more episodes and help us out by rating and reviewing the show. We're also on Facebook as Heroes of the Hydean Way. You can drop us a holocom or the fan art of us and all of our finery over at heroes at com. And if you like what we do and want to support the show, you can find us at patreon.com slash thehydeanway. Or you can give us a coffee at ko-fi.com slash thehydeanway. Makeover, 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 makeover. <laughs> <laughs>